Well, here it comes. Oh, my goodness. Kick and chase by Mullen. Kick and chase again by Mullen. It's a miracle. Oh, yeah. What about that one? You're on the Racing and Sports Punters Pod this Friday, July 29, as we try to help you navigate a profitable pathway through the world of sports betting. Jimmy Buckley with you at the back end of another blockbuster week, and it's all about the round ball game once again today with a huge weekend of action kicking off in multiple countries across multiple leagues in Europe. We're in for a treat early Monday morning in the Women's European Championship final after Germany down France to book their spot as key villain once more in the path of England ends success. But before that, the English domestic season kicks off with the beginning of the Championship, League 1 and League 2, among other tasty offerings, further down the football pyramid. And that's where I call upon racing and sports indefatigable head of wagering Ken Rutherford for the third time in a week. Welcome, Ken. Yes, and for uh, something or other, I think it means tireless. Um, <laughs> Let's go for that, shall we, James? Uh, really looking forward to the start of the Skybet Championship in the UK. If anything, every year this throws up some surprises in terms of teams getting promoted. Uh, who would have thought Knott's Forest would have got promoted this time last year? Certainly around Christmas time last year. They were towards the bottom of the league, weren't they, when uh, Chris Uton got the sack. The new coach from Swansea, whose name eludes me, Steve... Steve <laughs> Cooper. He took over, of course, uh, Knott's Frost, and they changed things around. And, and when you look at the Premier League, I know we'll probably do a preview of the Premier League season this time next week. It does look like a, a tale of two, doesn't it, again, with Manchester City and Liverpool at the top of all the betting markets. Well, that's not the case in the Skybet Championship. You've got the normal yo-yo teams that we'll consider, the likes of Norwich and Watford, but you've got a solid base of eight to ten teams, I reckon, who, who could challenge it's the best league almost in the world, in my opinion. It's just so wide open, and the start of every season, you, you can make a strong winning case for usually at least half the clubs and sometimes more. And like you say, there is always a surprise of some sort thrown up. We have plenty of, of value that we've picked out across championship betting markets, which we will bring to you. I thought maybe we could start with some of those uh, yo-yo teams. Now, mm. seven clubs will begin the championship season with new managers this season, two of which uh, are from the relegated brigade in Burnley and Watford. Mm. Burnley, to start with, have brought in Vincent Company, which is probably the most intriguing managerial signing, I think, at this point. He's spent three seasons, if you can believe, managing Anderlecht in Belgium. Yeah. And he's done quite well with uh, a pair of third-place finishes over the last two years. Have you had a chance to look over Burnley yet, Ken? And what do you make of their chances? Well, of all the yo-yo teams, or all three have obviously been relegated from last uh, season's Premier League. They they probably have the most on the line, James, in terms of investment. Uh, within the last twelve months, they were taken over from major uh, consortium 
spend a lot of money on Burnley. So they'll be very, very keen to get back to the Premier League at the first opportunity. A few points to make. Yes, Vincent Company's come in with his first real major managerial assignment. No disrespect to Belgian League and elect, of course, All in White, one of the top teams historically from Belgium. But he'll be keen to to really show his wares. He's going to have a lot of resources to, to work with, isn't he? His ties with Manchester City, he's already got a lot of loan players there in the Burnley squad from City that, that Pep Guardiola does not need in the early stage of the season. They have lost their keeper. Pope's gone to Newcastle United. That's a big miss. Scott Twine's a really good uh, signing from MK Dons. Midfielder scores some miraculous goals from outside the penalty box, does Twine, so he's... Someone they've roped in from uh, MK Dons. And the key aspect to their squad is they've lost quite a few defensive players to other teams. Tawowski, I think he's gone to Everton. Terrific player, him. Whether they've really stored their defence up for what will be a very testing Skybet Championship campaign, that uh, remains to be seen. But clearly, I think they're on about the third line of favouritism. Look at that. No, they're even, even about the fifth line of favouritism, actually at around 12-1 to 1 to win it. That's probably some sort of value. One of the oldest uh, teams, one of the oldest clubs, of course, in the Football League. Big loss, I think, Nick Pope, of all of those, uh, the keeper. Mm. Uh, I don't know if, if you li- have ever listened to, to the Peter Crouch podcast, which I would recommend. He got to play with Pope towards the back end of his career, finishing up at Burnley, and he had a huge rap on him yep. as, as a goalkeeper. And... I mean, we've seen that uh, that Gareth Southgate, the England manager, is also yep. quite keen. So, I don't know, perhaps Burnley this season, contrary to probably what we've seen in the past, maybe they're going to be one of those teams that scores a lot of goals but ships a lot of goals too. So that might be something to keep in mind. Watford's the other, I guess, relegated team that have changed managers. And I have, yep. a, I have a, another random stat for you here, which I might roll out. Rob Edwards, the 39-year-old takes over after leading Forest Green to the League 2 title last season. They were very disappointed when Rob departed for Watford, as you can imagine. But this is not without precedent. A Forest Green manager moving to the championship. There was a a chap by the name of Dave Hockaday who did a reasonable job at Forest Green probably about 10 years ago now and was plucked from absolute obscurity by Leeds United for the start of the 2014 season, being paid about £90,000 a season, reportedly, in the second tier of English football. It all started quite well when he took his team to Italy on a pre-season tour and they won their first match 16-0 against an amateur Italian side to the point that the Leeds goalkeeper finished the match playing for the other team to try and even things up. But after seven games, only seven games of the new championship season, uh, Mr Hockaday was sacked with Leeds on one win and a couple of draws and absolutely battling. They decided that they needed to bring in someone with vastly more experience and ultimately they ended up with uh, Bielsa a couple of years later and now they're back in the Premier League. In any event, I have a feeling this Rob Edwards may well do a slightly better job than poor old Dave Hockaday. What do you make of Watford this season? Well, where's Dave Hockaday now? I mean, you can't complete the the story of the yarn about Mr Hockaday without saying in uh, 2022, where the the hell's he gone? I believe the last known sighting was for a club called Swindon Submarine or something along those lines. I'd have to check that. They're about the 8th division, I think. Yeah, they so, sound like a business house yeah. to me or something like that. They have a bit of a kick around indoors on a Wednesday night. Yeah, <laughs> so anyway, the uh, remarkable rise and fall from grace. Uh, 
But Watford, I mean, they've uh, they've lost a, a lot of players, but they've brought a few in as well. Yeah, they have. Look, I think the first couple of months will be very, very key for them. There's huge question marks over Rob Edwards' ability to to manage at this level. He's he's still relatively untried in terms of his managerial experience, unproven. Their fans will be keen to see what he can bring to that squad in those first uh, six to eight weeks, I'd imagine, very, very key. They have brought a couple of good players in. Joel Pedro's coming in, Smaila Saar has come in as well. The bulk of their squad is has a reasonably familiar theme to it, but as I say, they will want to start well. If, the, if they were to go winless or with a few draws in the first, say, month to two months, I think you'll find the pressure could be unbearable on, on, on Edwards. Of all the three that have come down... Now you mentioned Burnley have had a lot of change and they're a bit unknown mm. too with company. But uh, Watford, I've just got a little question mark on, on how they might fare. Not so much with Norwich City, the only of the three that came down who retained their manager in Dean mm. Smith and have retained the bulk of their squad. They're $6 favourites to win the league, which looks fairly justified to me. They still have uh, the Finnish striker Timu Puki, mm. who is going to be key again in terms of scoring the goals. I'm very surprised that one of the other Premier League sides didn't pick up Puki, to be fair. I mean, he's he scored consistently for, for Norwich. He, he's the penalty taker as well. One of the those old-fashioned, barrelling kind of centre-fours, very much of, of an old-fashioned nature. And um, I would have thought, you know, the Evertons or, you know, those those kinds of teams, even a Newcastle United up front with Chris Wood, perhaps, is another option. Might have been looking at Puki because his, his, his strike rate in the EPL with a side that was clearly always under the pump wasn't too... Bad, but but Norwich, as you say, James, they have retained the bulk of their squad. They've added Todd Cantwell, who's come back from loan. Uh, I think he was a Bournemouth, wasn't he, last year? He's a good player, so he's he's someone that they'll be really relying on in midfield to to win a few tackles and to score a few goals coming from midfield. Norwich, as you say, six dollar favourites, punters. They will be there or thereabouts. You, you, you've got to think that they'll be there when the whips are cracking come March, April, May next year. Now, Ken, of the teams we've mentioned so far, I suspect that your pick to win the championship hasn't quite come up yet in conversation. No, it hasn't. I think there's, there's enough doubt around, for mine anyway, uh, Watford and to some extent Norwich. I actually give Burnley probably the best chance of those three clubs to mount a significant challenge. I think Vincent Company, to be, to be quite honest, is, is a good selection as manager. And Dean Smith, look, he's done a great job with, with Norwich and other teams. Aston Villa, of course, over the last five or six years. But I'm looking at the next tier down. So your teams like West Brom, who have their supporters, Middlesbrough, Sheffield United. I mean, we can't talk about contender aspirants without mentioning Luton Town, who were the, who were the great surprise package of the 2021-2022 season. And they've recruited really well, have Luton. Nathan Jones, he was the uh, Skybet Championship manager of the, of the season last year. He's done a, a great job with Luton Town and the Tangerine. So those kinds of teams on the next level, the next section down in terms of betting are the teams that interest me most. And the one that does interest me the most is Middlesbrough. When I first started looking at their chances in the league at the start of this week, the big question mark was on their striking capacity to score goals. But since Monday, Tuesday of this week, it looks as though they're going to get the Fulham striker Rodrigo Munez, the Brazilian, on loan. That's a great signing potentially for Middlesbrough. They've also done some good business, three million pounds worth of business, uh, getting Marcus Force, the Finnish midfielder from Brentford, 
once again, that's going to put plenty of resource into that key area in the middle of the park. They've already bought Zach Steffen from Manchester City, the United States World Cup goalkeeper. And of course, they've still got money to spend because they sold Jed Spence, who was on loan to Knott's Forest last year, did a great job with them. Now Spence has gone to join Spurs. So I'm very keen on Middlesbrough, and I'm pretty keen to tip them out to win it at $10. I'm even more keen on the top three price of $3.50. And look, the $2.10 about them finishing the top six, James, just get all over it. Jeez, that's a very compelling case you've just put forward there. Very compelling case. They look as though they've resourced themselves well. They've still got money to spend and they will spend it before the end of the, the transfer window. And look, Chris Wold has been there before, hasn't he, with Sheffield United. He, he knows how to act in this you know, very competitive league. He's got the experience. And if you look at their form last year... They were unlucky on a couple of occasions. They were only a, a very small stone's throw away from perhaps getting promoted themselves. So I'm more than happy to to tip out Middlesbrough. And Wilder plays, I think he plays a three-five-two as well, which really worked well for him a few seasons back at uh, Sheffield United. They were mm. a very, very tough side to defend against. No, I think that's a, a brilliant argument for Middlesbrough to win the whole thing and at the very, very, very least finish in the top six, like you say, $2.10. The other market I was trying to find in the championship, I, I did find on the EPL, was uh, which team will be top at Christmas time. That's one market which the punters listening out might want to have a look around the various bookmaker sites and try and find one. There'll be plenty of value around the locks of middles will be leading at Christmas if you don't want to wait so long for your money to be resulted. And some of those other next tier down uh, teams as well, locks of Sheffield United, who I think can get on a run as well. In Luton Town, I wouldn't underestimate Luton at all. Any other clubs that tickle your fancy for potentially a, a top six run? Yeah, there's, there's a couple there, and I haven't got their prices, but Millwall were always there or thereabouts, aren't they? They're a side who are extremely hard to beat at their home ground, the New Den. Often it's 0-0, 1-0, kick of a goal to separate games being played by Millwall. They're tough to break down. I wouldn't be surprised if they'll be around that sort of mid-table mark again and and be a formidable foe for a number of sides. And two sides to, to really watch out for punters in terms of the, the way they play their football. It's an attacking style. It's, it's, it's easy on the eye. It's great to watch. It's worth getting up early morning to, to watch these two teams, Swansea City and Coventry City. Swansea have recruited well, as to have Coventry. Uh, go and look at some of their ins for, in terms of the transfer business they've done over the last couple of months. They were also they started the season well last year through the mid stages of the of the season they were going okay they were competing for a playoffs berth and then they just lost a bit of their form towards the the tail end of the of the last season commentary but don't be surprised punters if you see Swansea and commentary right up there challenging for those top six berths I agree actually Swansea particularly tickles my fancy I think uh, they had a bit of a, a funny season last year having, I think, made playoffs uh, for two years in a row prior to that. They seem to be trending in the right direction. Joe Allen's returned mm, to the club. See that. And they've signed Harry Darling from MK Dons, who's yes. another member of that very good MK Dons side from last season. Um, they're always very tough to beat at home mm. as well, Swansea. So I think for $3.50 to finish top six, that's probably not a bad run for your money. Now, question, what do you make of West Bromwich Albion? Well... <laughs> I'll be the first to say that I've never been a huge Steve Bruce fan, for starters. Well, it's interesting, isn't it? He, he, does, does he polarise opinion like no other, Steve Bruce? You either absolutely love him and think he can do a job, or it's the other. 
you can't stand the fella. Look, I'm a Man United supporter. Keep that quiet at the moment. But <laughs> so I'm a I'm a Palliser Bruce fan from from the good old days. I mean, he he epitomised everything good about Manchester United before we lost our soul, quite frankly. <laughs> um, so I've always been a I've always had a bit of a soft soft spot for Bruce, but. He can't be broke. What does he put himself through all this? This heartache and this uh, vitriol from the fans, his own fans. It is utterly bizarre. Now he, prior to this, I think he was was he at Newcastle for a little bit, and then he before was. that, was he not at Aston Villa? Uh, he's been around all the Birmingham teams, <laughs> hasn't he? Except for, I don't think he's been at Wolverhampton Wanderers, no, but he's right. certainly been at Birmingham City. He had a, he had a cabbage thrown at him. While he was in the dugout at Villa about uh, three seasons ago, I think. Yeah. Which is one thing that stands out to me. I mean, there's obviously a lot of animosity there, given he did spend time at Birmingham, and I'd like to see how warmly they treat him down at the Hawthorns <laughs> now that he's at West Brom. Look, they're, they're one of the clubs, if not the club with the most approved this season. They tailed mm. off spectacularly last year, and it was, I think they might have finished 12th or something like yeah. that. They're paying 10 bucks to win the league. They seem to have assembled. A pretty decent strike force in terms of attack, but Steve Bruce has never really mm. been known for producing sparkling teams either. So no. it's a, an interesting combination. I think personally, I might just steer clear of them in everything I do and, and just see how they go. But if they do get on a run, I mean they're a, they're a big club. They've got a pretty rabid fan base. They could easily make a charge at this title. So what are your thoughts, James? Uh, who who wins it and is the value? Okay, well, we're, we're similarly placed, I think, here. I've been keen on Norwich the whole way through the off-season, purely because they've effectively retained the same squad. Dean Smith, as manager, knows exactly what he needs to do to bounce straight back up to the league. They've signed this Gabriel Sara from, uh, from Brazil, yep. from Sao Paulo. Very keen to see how he goes. I think the six bucks for them to win the league is great value. Mm-hmm. They could well run away with it. But I, I do like Middlesbrough a lot. Mm. They are they are going to be very difficult to score against, for starters. They've got a reasonable sized squad. The Riverside's a hard venue to go to and get points. So I can see them picking up a lot of points uh, on those those cold Tuesday nights up in the northeast. And, and like I say, they could well be the best defensive side in the competition this year. Mm. It sounds like they potentially do have the strike power to win enough games, especially away from home. In which case. I think they are very well placed to make a run at the top two and at the very least uh, at the top six and, and a chance at promotion. One team we, we, we should um, mention, at the very least mention, because they have a huge following, is Sunderland. Mm. And I see Alex Neal is managing them. He's some good pedigree, having, been, having done well at other sides. Your thoughts? I think they will probably finish somewhere in the realm of, say, 10th to 15th, mm. maybe lower mid-table, which I think would be a realistic expectation from the upper echelons at Sunderland, the board. The fans, no doubt, will be demanding immediate promotion. As we've discussed, it's a very, very difficult league to navigate. Mm. They've got the right man in charge, I've no doubt about that. We might well see, especially if they get on a nice early good run, we might well see that Stadium of Light almost packed out come yep. Christmas time. We're talking 50,000 people. I mean, what a magnificent venue that is. Yeah, it is. I'd like to see them do well. I just think it may take a couple of seasons. I've always had a soft spot for Sunderland. Even, you know, going back to, was it the 73 FA Cup final, Ian Porterfield nodding in the goal from the from the corner to beat the all-conquering uh, Leeds United at the time, I think. Uh, the bookmakers would have been about a dollar forty around Leeds and about ten to one about Sunderland winning the FA Cup final. So, 
since a way back then, I've, I've, I've always been keen on Sunderland. One of my good mates from Wellington, New Zealand, is a mad keen Sunderland supporter, and I just love winding him up when we talk about football and, and mentioning the trials and tribulations of, of, of his team over the last uh, decade and longer, and, and plus that very good TV series, of course, James, wasn't it? Uh, Till I Die yeah. on Netflix. Uh, worth a look, punters, if you haven't seen it. That was marvellous. Thoroughly enjoyed that. Look, Ken, before we move on to the lower leagues, I might just take your, your best again for the championship this season. Look, I'm just all over Middlesbrough, James. It's 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 simple. I'd, I'd take the $10 about Middlesbrough to win the league. I'd take the three fifty uh, about Middlesbrough to be promoted. And around the even money, depending on where you shop around punters, top six to make the playoffs at the very least at Middlesbrough. And as I, as I mentioned, if you get a chance to, to watch the games played by Swansea and Coventry City this season, have a look. They're, they're both very, very good sides. And, and I've worked out a little multi for the weekend too, James, on the first first round of the Skybet Championship upon us. Keen on three results here. Box them up, maybe take a box parlay. For a bit of money here, they're, both, they're all around the even money shots, so it's a, there's a bit of value there if you're molding them up. Blackpool Reading, that'll be a high-scoring game. I'm going for over two and a half total goals at, at evens. Blackburn playing uh, QPR. We haven't talked about Blackburn Rovers. They, they could mount a challenge. They're in that sort of middle echelon of teams who, if they get it right, there'll be a chance to see John Dole Thomason, the the former Danish striker. Gee, he was a good player. He's come from Malmo, uh, and he's managing uh, Blackburn Rovers now, so just watch out for them. They're playing QPR this weekend, everyone, and their head-to-head prices, even money. I'm all over Blackburn to beat QPR. And probably the net bet for the weekend across all the leagues for mine is Luton Town. They're playing at Kenilworth Road against Birmingham City, who would be my favourites to go down, and I think they're about 4-1 to one to go down. If you ever want to see a team that is as poorly managed as Birmingham City have been off the field, then just go and uh, Google it and find out. Luton Town are $1.90 to beat Birmingham, who are around the $4 mark. Uh, very keen on those three results happening over the weekend. Lots of goals, Blackpool, Reading, Blackburn Rovers to, to beat QPR, and I'm all very, very keen on Luton, $1.90, $1.95 in some shops, uh, to get the result over Birmingham City. My two, I'm I'm keen on Norwich, as I've said. I think top two finish $3.50 is a pretty good price. And uh, my, it's almost a banker, I suppose, Rotherham, to go down, as much as I hate to say it, they're paying $2.50. They've bounced down about three times in the last five seasons or something mm. like that. If anything, they've actually probably got a weaker squad at the start of this season than what they had at the back end of last year where they secured automatic promotion. They've lost a couple of key players to their hated South Yorkshire neighbours, Sheffield Wednesday, mm. which will no doubt delight the Wednesday fans uh, in their promotion push. I mean, it's, it's, it's funny. Wednesday have always looked down upon Rotherham as some kind of much poorer relation. Rotherham are actually a division higher than them now, so that they can... At least enjoy that for 46 more games, but $2.50 for Rotherham to go down, I think is a pretty good price. Ken, just on League 1 and League 2, what tickles your fancy here? From a season's perspective, very keen on the MK Dons to get on a roll this year, James. They're at around $15 to win the league. That might be a stretch when you consider the market has Sheffield Wednesday at $5 favourites. Ipswich Town, you've got to think that Kieran McKenna, the former Manchester United high-performance coach, I think he was, uh, he's there and he's he'll work the oracle with Ipswich Town. They're, at, as I say, $6. Derby County, what do you make of them, please? I mean, they're at $8, third, third line of betting. To win League One, there's no value there at all. I mean, 
if they get it together, they, they, they could be the $4 favourite, but they could be 25 to 1 in, in a month's time. Anything could happen at Derby County. Do they have a team to roll out this week? That's well, the question. this is the story. I mean, they've lost the locks of Tom Lawrence, who's gone to Rangers. Uh, they've lost more players than they've gained. There's still the ongoing saga around the, the ownership of the of the side, of the club. You couldn't possibly take the 7 to 1, $8 price around Derby. Peterborough's question marks around them. The other side don't mind is Bolton Wanderers. They got on a roll towards the end of last season. The last 22 matches, they won 14 of them. Uh, of course, Bolton Wanderers has a rich heritage in, in the English leagues, and they could get things going again. But I'm, I'm keen enough to take a chance on the MK Dons, who, who showed enough last season to show they're worthy of a promotion run out of League One. Uh, the $2.37, $2.40 price around them being in the top six is probably the one I'd bank on, however. That's a fantastic price. $2.40, MK Dons to finish top six. Quickly for me, we've mentioned Sheffield Wednesday. They're about $5 to win the league. Clearly the team to beat, in my opinion. They disappointed last season when they uh, didn't even make it through in the playoffs. They were probably the best side going into those League One playoffs. And uh, unfortunately for them, it all fell apart at a crucial moment. They've strengthened, I think, and... Mm. Look, it's it's time. I mean, they're they're a pretty big club Wednesday, and, and they're desperate to get back up to. I see Barry Bannon still playing for them. The little <laughs> short Scott yeah, in yeah. midfield, a great left foot. I mean, he's he's scored some great goals over the years. His Bannon, he's, he's probably one of those guys who started really young, so he's probably only around the thirty mark. But he feels as though he should be fifty. <laughs> um, and Darren Moore, of course, the manager of Sheffield Wednesday. Had a good time at West Brom and Albion, didn't he? He was a good manager for West Brom, and he's done a great job at Sheffield Wednesday. So you're right. I mean, after a couple of months of this league, if Sheffield Wednesday start well, we'll probably look back at that $5 price and say, well, we should have taken that because that's the obvious, and uh, it probably is the obvious. And can you found something uh, slightly bizarre in terms of management down in League 2? Yeah, I see Nigel Clough as uh, managing Mansfield Town, and... Uh, They've managed through their, I guess, the Clough connection with uh, Knott's Forest to to pick up a few of their loan players. So they're at around the $10 price to win League 2 Mansfield Town. They were a bit unlucky last season in uh, getting into the playoffs but then losing to Port Vale in the playoffs, convincingly to be fair, and didn't play very well. But I see if you shop around the bookmakers, you can get $4.50 about Mansfield Town being promoted, being in the top three, and even the top seven price of $1.72 I thought was worth throwing into a multi-pep. So keenest the most on Mansfield Town, but clearly this is a league. Look at them. I mean, just look at the um, order of favouritism, the betting. Stockport County at uh, 6-1. to one. Bradford City, managed by Mark Hughes. Sparky, can you believe that? He can't be broke either, surely. Bradford at 7-1. Seven, seven to one. Northampton Town at 9-1, to one. Salford City, the class of 92, of course, this year in the ownership of Salford City. They're at 9-1, to one. Mansfield, as I said, at around the $10 mark, and it's Swindon Town bar those at $15. So there's heaps of value. There's, there's sides down the down the betting market as well, the likes of Walsall can get on a run, Tranmere Rovers, rich history of football at Tranmere, but I'm keenest on Mansfield Town. $10 to win it, four fifty top three, $1.72 top seven. Very good, Ken. Thank you very much. Let's let's recap quickly some of the some of the best that we've thrown out here. Now uh, we'll start with the championship winner, Middlesbrough, ten dollars, very very healthy price, three dollars fifty to be promoted. If you want a bit of safety, and if you want even more safety, shop around. You'll get better than even money about Borough to finish top six. Take a look at Swansea City, three dollars fifty to finish top six in the championship. A very very healthy price there. 
Rotherham, $2.50, pains me to say it, but cannot see them staying up at all, unfortunately. And uh, about $3.50 around Norwich City to finish top two. If you're playing this weekend, more immediately. Blackpool Reading over two and a half goals. Blackburn to beat QPR, paying $2. Luton Town to beat Birmingham, paying about $1.90. Multi them up if you like. There's plenty of value to be had there. And just finally working down the leagues, we like the look of MK Dons to win League One at $15 is a fair throw at the stumps. As is five bucks about Sheffield Wednesday, they're going to be very strong. And then down in League Two, do not mind the look of ten dollars about Mansfield Town to win that league, or at the very least a dollar seventy-two to finish in the top seven. Geez, we've got a big weekend ahead, Ken. Uh, looking forward. I've got my alarm clock set for about five o'clock tomorrow morning. Huddersfield Town at two dollars eighty-seven. The draw at three twenty. Burnley at two dollars and fifty cents. If I was going to have a bet in that game, I'd probably go unders and the goals. Uh, two point five. I think it's about a dollar eighty-seven the pair. Dollar ninety the pair. I'd probably go unders. It could be a a, a canny nil-nil, one-one draw, that kind of result tomorrow morning. But really looking forward to it. And great to have you on again, Ken. We'll talk next week ahead of the English Premier League season, the big one. But until then, happy punting.